Good evening and welcome to Hope International Spread of Life Bible Study. We pray that you will enjoy uh, the lesson on tonight. God bless you. Open up in the word of prayer. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on tonight. We bless and exalt your name. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, Lord, that belongs to you. We thank you for those that are that are on their way. We thank you for those that are already on the line, Father. We, but most of all, Lord, we we're anticipating and, and looking forward and towards the Holy Spirit moving by His power and by His might tonight, Lord. We certainly yield the way for Him to do as He pleases with this lesson, Lord God. I pray that everyone that will enter in on tonight, whether it be on social media, media, whether it be on Zoom, whether it be on our conference line, that, Father, that they would come with expectancy, that, Father, that we would come uh, looking and expecting to hear a word, to, to be encouraged, to be strengthened, oh God. Some of us are looking for answers, and some of us are on, a, are on, a, on a, in, in an area where they, we, we, we don't know which way to turn, oh God which way to go. Father, whatever uh, the expectation is of your people on tonight, I pray, oh God, that you would meet them there. Father, we do believe in miracle signs and wonders because that's your kingdom. And so, Lord, we know that wherever your word is decreed and declared and preached, oh God, in power and in authority, that, Father, your word also says that uh, there will be demonstrations. So, Father, we thank you for the demonstration of your word that will go forth, oh God, under your power and your anointing through the Holy Ghost, Lord. We believe that it will go beyond these few moments, Lord. And as those individuals will tap in, maybe it'll be months, maybe it'll be weeks or hours from now, the same anointing will be on this lesson. Father, I mm-hmm. thank you right now. I bless your name and I give you glory. Mm-hmm. I give you honor for the people that you have gathered on this line on tonight. I pray, Father, that you would meet every need, oh God, answer every every prayer request, oh God. Show yourself mighty in their lives, Lord. Let them know that you mm-hmm. are God and you are God all along. And Father, let them know that there's nothing impossible for you. Although the world puts limitations and caps and ceilings, Lord, with you, the word of God says there is nothing impossible if we will believe. And so I thank you, Lord God, for even raising our expectation in our belief system, oh God, that Father, we know we have faith as small as that little mustard seed. But Father, I pray on today that that mustard seed would grow in us, oh God, that we will just take you at your word, no matter what it looks yeah. like, no matter what reports we're getting, that we will get into your word and we will speak and declare and stand on your word. That is our prayer yeah. on tonight. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. We honor you. Thank we you, glorify God. you. We love on you. We yield to you. Father, have your way in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, yeah. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen. amen. And so we're going to open up the line. We opened up the line on our YouTube and uh, Facebook page, but I didn't put the uh, picture up. So we're going to open up the picture so they can at least see Pastor on tonight. Amen. Okay. So tonight mm-hmm. we are, we, we're, we started le- uh, the week before last. Um, We started the lesson God has given us power and we did not finish that lesson because uh, we Holy Ghost moved. And secondly, because we also had uh, the break um, and we had the break uh, for for uh, Thanksgiving. So we're going to pick up there. Amen. I pray you have your Bible. So the scriptures, you can go back, you can look at them. I always invite you to go back um, 
to the YouTube channel or um, now our Facebook uh, page where you can listen to the lessons again if they've blessed you. And certainly by all means, if it's blessed you, feel free to share it with someone that you know um, that they can benefit from and be blessed and edified in the Word of God. And so tonight we're doing part two of um, our lesson, God Has Given Us Power. It is um, it is also, uh, people of God, it is also... Um, trying to get this out of here it's also in our believers authority <clears throat> series so we're still dabbing into that as well amen so I was just trying to clear the page over there on the YouTube channel so we're going to start with Genesis uh, 1 verses 27 and 28 we're going to go back to those uh, scriptures again and I'm going to review and um, we're going to finish up the lesson on tonight so some of it will be a review which is Awesome. Amen. We need that review. And um, some of it will be hopefully things that you have not, we have not uh, tapped into. Amen. And certainly if there's any questions, anything that you want to discuss or you want to give a viewpoint, uh, you can type it in. I don't think I've typed it. You can type it in for those of you that are on the Zoom or you can just unmute yourself on the conference line and share whatever it is that you would like to share with us. Amen. All right. So Genesis 1, 27, 28, it says, and we started with the scripture on last week. It says that God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And then God said in Genesis 1, 27, 28, he says, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Amen. And so the Lord blessed us and then he gave us the ability to procreate, as we said uh, two weeks ago. He told Adam and Eve in the garden, he said, you be fruitful. Amen. So he didn't say that I was going to make you fruitful. He said, you be fruitful. And then he goes on to tell them, you multiply. And then God says, you replenish the earth. Nowhere God says, I'm going to make you um, uh, multiply. I'm going to make you replenish the earth. No, he gave the command to Adam and Eve. And so with this power and authority, God gave us also comes with responsibility. So with the, 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 the authority that he's given us, we also have a responsibility, saints of God. And so the Lord gave us the ability, as we said uh, last week or the week before, he gave us the ability to create, to procreate. And so he's given us the ability to procreate, in other words, to have family, to have children, but listen, he doesn't send them to us, right? He doesn't send us like we used to think. I used to think, let me just say me as a kid, as I used to think, amen, that the stork, the good stork came and, you know, he had the little baby in the pouch and that's how children um, came into the world. Amen. But we know better, right? He does. That's not how it works. So he doesn't send to us um, children by way of the stork. It's by way of God's power. But he, cert he set certain things in motion. And so 
the, the, the point is that we can pray, or I was saying the week before that you could pray until you're black and blue. You can pray until you pass out, right? For a child. But a woman is not going to get pregnant until she has a relationship with a man. In other words, it takes the sperm and the seed for a child to formulate and to form in the womb of, of, a, of a woman. Amen. So no matter what that 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 individual does, uh, that woman may do or that man or woman, woman carries the child. There, there's no there's no way in just praying and praying and praying that that God is just going to drop the baby into her womb. Amen. He, that happened with the Holy Spirit with Jesus. But believe me, it's not going to happen. All right. And so that's that's the way God intended things to operate. In other words, he put um, certain um, principles and laws into motion, even in the earth. And so that's one of the uh, intended operations of God, that a child is born through the the seed of a man and, and an egg of a woman. That's how it works, period. No praying. He's not going to drop it and deliver it in the womb. And so if a woman was just praying and praying and praying to be pregnant and have a child, but had no type of relationship with a man, then then, then we, we would look at her a little, little cross-eyed. Amen. Because they're asking God to do something which is out of the order of God. That is not the order that God has placed and intended in the principle. And so that's the way God intended things to operate or this to operate. And that's the way that it must work. Amen. And so I say this because there are times um, that we as Christians, um, we do exactly what this illustration is giving us. In other words, we're asking God for healing, but we aren't doing what the word of God says. Right. God's word says to speak to the mountains. So if he's telling us to do it, why are we asking God? And it goes back to what we just said with the pregnant woman. If God has placed an order, if God has put into place an operation and the only way a child is born is through that operation, then why would the woman be praying for God to drop a baby in her womb when that's out of order? That's not how he operates. Amen. He's actually given them the power and authority to do it. How do you know that, Pastor? Because it says in Genesis 1 and 28, he tells us, he says, God created man in his image and the image of God created he male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God gave unto them uh, to be fruitful and multiply and replenish. God told them, told us, the human race, amen, to do it. And then he goes on to say to subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over every living thing. So he's given us, he's told us what we must do. He's not going to do it. And so even though she's praying and praying, that's not the, that's not what God has um, decreed and declared uh, how uh, procreation is to be performed in the earth. 
And so we're asking for healing and we're asking God to do different things in our lives, but we have to go to the word of God and we have to um, study the principles and the commands of God so that we we can know what authority we have, what power he has given us. He's given us power to procreate. Amen. And so he's given us power for healing, right? So people are asking God for healing, but they aren't doing what the word of God says, because the word of God says that we are to what? Speak to the mountains. We are to speak to the adversity. We are to decree and to speak God's word over sickness, over lack, over disappointment, over poverty. Those are not the things of God. And so he says, I'm telling you what to do. I've given you the principles. I've given you the commands. Amen. So you are to do it. Not me. Not me. So in saying all of that, that's one of God's laws. Mark eleven twenty three. Whoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in their heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. The word of God says that he or she shall have whatsoever he saith. That's a principle. And so why am I praying for God to do these things when he's telling me you have the power and authority, you begin to decree and declare my word, speak to those areas in your life that are not according to my word. Amen. Amen. So, so that's one of the laws, Mark 11 and 23. Yet people are doing what the word, yet people aren't doing what the word of God says. And so when we're not doing what the word of God says, Right. Like the woman with the praying for the baby. Right. Without the help of a man. Right. She's praying. And so when you're not doing what 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 the what what God has implemented, what God has um, uh, fashioned and formed as principle, if we're not doing and operating in those principles, then you're not going to it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. The Lord's been dealing with me, and I'm kind of flipping around, I know, but I I, I started I started a program. And um in the program, Prophetess Flow, it teaches me different types of skills. Um, and these different types of skills are to help me. And, and managing uh, eating and, and, and eating patterns, things of that nature, right? Okay. And so if, if the program has implemented different skills that I am to learn and I am to apply, the only way that things are going to change or what I desire in terms of eating patterns to become um, active in my life is if I apply the skills. Now they can give me the skills all day long, right? But if I'm not applying them, if I am not using them, then they're not, they're not going to benefit me. I'm not going to see the results of it. Amen. So you work. I, I that's to say I work the skills. I do the skills to get the results that I want. You see what I'm saying? So I work the mm -hmm. skills, do what they tell me to do, 
to in order to get the results that I'm looking for. And so here we have God's word, his principles. And so we have to work those principles. We have to do what the word of God says in order to get the what? The results. And so mm-hmm. what we're doing, we're not working the skills, but we want the what? The results. There are things that are in motion. There are protocols and principles that we must work from the word of God in order to get the results that the word of God says that we can get. Because they guarantee that you will get these this A, B, and C results if you what? Follow the plan. If you follow and, and complete and implement the skills. And it's what God is really saying in his word. If you do what my word says, right? If you implement them and follow them, then you'll get the results that I say that you're going to get. And so we can't go against what God's um, principles are, and we cannot um, go against God's protocol. And so in the example, prophet is slow with the, the young lady praying, the example that, that the illustration that we've given with this mm-hmm. young lady praying for a child, right? For God to just give her a kid, just to drop a kid in her womb, just to deliver a kid by way of the start. That's not the protocol of God. And so it's not going to happen unless she what? Follows the protocol of God. And the protocol uh, and, and principle that God has put in place, that's what she has to follow in order to have a child. Married, we pray she be married. Amen. Because that's the will of God. But does that make sense to everyone? That makes sense, Prophet Lord. I know I can hear you. Makes sense. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so I want to I want to move into the fact that we have to cooperate. We must cooperate, right? God has given us power and he's given us authority. We must realize that it's God's power, right, that we have. He's given us power, but he put that power under our control. So in other words, in, 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 in uh, Genesis, God has given Adam and Eve or had given Adam and Eve power to procreate, right? That power he has given to them, but that power is under their control. You ever hear people say, and I think I want to go back. You ever hear people say, um, I like to give this example of this, this, this individual. Um, there's this individual that had 12 children. They had 12 children. And so this, this gentleman, um, asked the husband, you know, how many, how many children are, are you going to have? You got 12. So how many, how many more are you going to have? And so the gentleman answered and told um, his pastor friend, he says, if God wants us to have kids, we'll have kids. And and and, and, it, and it will just uh, total up to whatever God desired. But God gave this individual power and authority. So he's relying on God, right? You say, well, however many kids God's, God gives me, but God said, I've given you power to procreate. Amen. I've given you power to replenish and multiply. Amen. And so they have the ability. Maybe you have to do certain things to control um, certain types of um, 
ways to, to control the conception, right? That, 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 you know, we may have to practice different things that we don't continue to just reap, you know, to have kids and have kids. Amen. So we can't, in other words, we can't put it on God if, if it's God's will because God mm -hmm. has given them, us, the power for procreation. Amen. So mm -hmm. you have the ability to, as a married couple, amen, to do things that you don't have to keep having kids and put it on God that if it's God's will. No, I gave you the authority and I've given you the power to do mm -hmm. it. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm trying to do tap, tap around it gentle in, in certain ways. Okay. And so if, 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 if this gentleman would, would put the onus on God, if it's God's will, we'll have children. But if, it, if it's not God's will, we won't. All right. And so what happens then you're totally ignoring your responsibility. God blessed and gave him power, as I said, to procreate. So if people never had children unless unless it was God's will. Right. If people never had children unless it was God's will, then think of this. Would God allow someone out of wedlock to have children if it if it was his will? Would he allow us to have children and we're not and we're not married? Is that would that be in his will? Come on, Florence, answer me. Because <laughs> nobody else is answering. Would that be in his will? To have children. And we're not yeah. married. And we're not married. Would no. that be no, it would not be in his will, right? Because that's not according to his what? His word. Amen. Well, and, and, and would it be God's will for, for a prostitute to get pregnant? Ah. If all children were supernaturally ordained of God, unwed mothers probably wouldn't conceive because it's not God's will for people who aren't married to what? To bear children. We know it happens, but that's not God's will. That's not in his word. If God was directly controlling the, this aspect of people's lives, he wouldn't let children be born addicted to drugs. Why would God let children be born that are addicted to drugs or with HIV, right? God gave the power to procreate to physical human beings. And if you cooperate with how he made this universe to function, then you would be able to what? To create a child. It, but it's not based on God. That's what I want you to get. It's not if God's will. It's God's will. No, God's given us principles and protocol. Amen. And so we always put the onus on God, but God said we have the power. We have the authority. We have the responsibility, not him. And we try to place it always on what? On him. He has not dropped the ball. We've dropped the ball. And a lot of times we've dropped the ball because of out of ignorance. We've dropped the ball because we've been taught wrong. We've dropped the ball because of religion. Amen. But I'm here to tell us on tonight that we have been given power and authority. Amen. And God has given us principles and he has given us protocol. And he says, you activate it. You step into it by faith. And watch it work. If we don't do yeah. it, it's not going to materialize. If I don't operate 
and the skills and put those skills that I'm learning from this particular program, uh, if I don't implement them, if I don't do them, hallelujah, they, they're not, I'm not going to get the results that they're promising me. God says if you don't operate in the protocol, if you don't do what I'm telling you to do in the word, then you're not going to see the results. But don't put the onus on me because I've told you what to do and I've told you what, how to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. So it's Amen. God's power, but he put it under our control. He's given us power, but he's putting it. Uh, isn't that amazing that God is great and awesome as he is God, the creator of the universe, the God that has created us. He is our king, but he has given us, delegated to us his power and given us authority to use his power. He's put his power under our control. Amen. So he's given us the responsibility. We have the power and the authority in that area. And so if we want the results, like I said, then we have to do the right things to cooperate with the laws of how to conceive and birth a child, how to speak to the mountains, amen, how to, to be healed, how to be delivered, how to be set free, how to be saved, amen. We have to cooperate with those laws. And so most people understand this and, and, and they would they would ridicule someone who thinks they could, that they could just pray for a child to appear. That would be crazy. God does, does, does not just supernaturally drop children out of heaven, prophetess flow. That's not how protocol is. And that's not how protocol is in a lot of things that we're just expecting God to do. If God, if he will. Okay. If you want to know what his will is for a particular situation, circumstance in your life, then we have to go to the word of God and we have to implement the protocol, the principles, the commands that God has given us. Amen. 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 So just praying and asking God to supernaturally drop healing just praying and asking God to supernaturally drop salvation. Just praying and asking God supernaturally for revival from heaven is not how these things come about. There are supernatural laws that in order to cooperate with them, saints of God, we must use our authority as human beings. If we don't step out in faith to cooperate with God in those areas, they will not come to pass. They will not come to pass. So we've talked to people, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Okay. Any questions and concerns right now? Praise God. Okay. So God isn't like that. God is not just going to drop, you know, healing. God is just not going to drop salvation. He's just not going to do those things. Amen. We have to go by the protocol. Um, we have to operate in the principles that God has established by way of his word. We know that God isn't like that. He doesn't just say, all right, you have the power to heal. All right, Mary Mallory, you have the power to heal. All right, you go out and you heal the sick, right? Then if we aren't doing it because we don't know or because, um, we're more dominated by, by unbelief than by exercising and operating in faith. God doesn't say now, okay, because Mary Mallory is afraid to operate in faith because Mary Mallory really doesn't know. 
Okay, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to step in and I'm going to do the job for Mary Mallory. What did God tell us to do? He says, you go what? Go heal the sick, right? Didn't he tell us that? You heal the sick and you raise the dead. So he's not, just because we're not doing our part, God's not going to just step in and intervene. Because if God did that, then he would, he would be violating his word. He'll be violating his word because he's told us to do it, saints of God. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. I know some of this you like, well, you know, hey, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, amen. I'm telling you, we must get into our word and we must begin to open our mouths and begin to decree and declare these things, declare and these principles and have faith in God and what God is telling us. We must do it, saints of God, because for so long, you know what I'm saying? We're asking God to do things. And he's saying, I've, I've already done all I'm going to do. I've told you what you need to do. If you need A, B, and C in your life, then you need to go to the words of God and start implementing those principles. Start speaking them. Start walking in them. Start believing and start seeing yourself operating in it. And so if we don't do that, then we're going to live, we're not going to, we're not going to experience the fullness of his blessings and victory in our lives. And yes, it takes us some work, right? Like I said, we just want things to just happen, but sometimes you got, you got to go in, you got to start decreeing, you got to start fasting, you got to start praying. You just got to start decreeing, even when it doesn't look like it, even when your body's saying one thing, but you're believing God for your healing. Amen. We have to step into faith. This walk is a faith walk. It's a faith walk. And without faith, we said it before, it's impossible to please God. If we, if we can, if we stepping out in faith and we believe God for salvation based on faith, right? If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, if we can, we can believe God for salvation, right? We can believe him for our healing. We can believe him for our deliverance. If we believe in our heart and confess what? With our mouth. Faith. Faith, saints of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so God told us, he says, you have the power. Now you, saints of God, you, the people of God, you go out. You go out now and you heal the sick. You go out and you cleanse the leper. You raise the dead. That's according to our theme scripture, Matthew 10 and 8. And so if we don't do our part, right? If we're not doing our part, God isn't going to step in and do what he's told us to do. So no amount of begging, you know, we begging and pleasing. Sometimes I get, you know, praying. I start, please God. And I have to remember, why am I begging? Wait a minute. You have power and authority. Start decreeing and declaring. So no amount of begging or pleading will change the situation. Why? Because it's a principle. It's like the woman trying to get the baby, right? When it's not the, it's not the correct protocol. And so us pleading and begging with God to change situations, to deliver us, it's not the protocol. You got to start decreeing and declaring and um, implementing the principles of God from his word. Amen. So we in the body of Christ, we need to discover what God has given us. 
We need to find out what's under our authority and start using it in the way that God has intended us to use it. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Come on, saints of God. I pray this word is permeating your heart and building up, increasing your faith. Amen. So that we can start walking in the victory. We can start seeing the healing. We can start seeing the salvation. We can start seeing deliverance. Amen. In our lives, everything that God has promised us in his word, that we take those principles and we start decreeing them and declaring them and operating and implementing them in our lives so that we can see the results. Power to get wealth. That's what we started ending on last week. Power to get wealth. Interesting. In the area of provision, right? The scripture says in Deuteronomy 8 and 18, the scripture says that God has given us power to get wealth. It says, thou shalt remember the Lord thy thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day, Deuteronomy 8 and 18. Saints of God, anytime God gives us power, he also gives us authority so that we can release the power and use it. So with this authority comes responsibility, as we have been saying. And so this is why we ended on last week. This is why God just doesn't give us money, right? Lord, you're giving us power. I'm getting ready to get silly. But God, you're giving us provision. You're giving us power to get wealth. Can you just drop some money in my wallet? Amen. Lord God, drop $100 in my wallet. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so this is why God doesn't give us money directly. The scripture does not say that God gives us money. It did not say that he gives us money, did he? No. He says that he's given us power. He's oh, Bosa. He's given us power. He's given us an anointing and an ability to get wealth, right? Because we said on last week, first of all, that God doesn't have money. Up in heaven, there's no currency in heaven. There ain't no currency in heaven, right? Mm. Neither does God make money. He's not a money maker. So if we're praying, oh God, I need a hundred dollars, I need a thousand dollars, or whatever currency. Whatever it is that you need, God doesn't have any of those things, right? And he's not going to counterfeit them either. He ain't going to make up some dollar bills and hundred dollar bills and thousand bills, thousand dollars, right? And send it to you. It's against the law. Remember, God is a God that is integral. He has integrity. It's against the law to counterfeit some money and put it in your wallet, right? That goes against the pro- a protocol and principle. God isn't going to break the law and start counterfeiting money. He's not going to make money and put it in our wallets. I don't care how much you pray, send me a thousand, I'll put it in my wallet. Because in that case, let me tell y'all. All right, I'm going to get a little silly. Let me tell you something. If God was counterfeiting some money and I could pray, I'm like, God, like God send me a thousand. Lord, send me a million. We would not be broke. Nobody be, we're not that we're not broke, but let me tell you. I would I would be be more than uh, uh, sufficient in money, amen. I, uh, the money would just be everywhere if I could just pray it down, pray rain money, God rain money, Father. But He doesn't operate like that, amen. 
Amen. Amen. He does not operate like that. <laughs> God is not going to break the law and start counterfeiting money. He's not going to make money and put it in our pockets. The Bible says, saints of God, in Luke 6 and 38, he says that it says that uh, give, right? Amen. Give and it shall what? Be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your what? bosom. That's the principle. The principle is not praying for the money to come down and just drop in your wallet. The principle and the protocol, right? For, 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 um, for, for, for wealth in a sense is to get. Let me say that again. Luke 6 and 38. Give. Give. And that's a, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to, I'm just, let me just stay here. Give, give, and it shall be given unto you, right? Listen, God promises not just to give. He says, good measure, press down, shaking together, running over, shall what? Men give unto your bosom. When you do what? When you give, that's the principle. What do we do? We pray. God, you know, we need this money. You know, we need this money. We, I'm just going to go with the money right now. We need the money, Lord God. I'm short here. Lord, we, you know, back up here. The, 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 the bill collectors are calling here. Blah, 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 blah. But did you look in God's word for the principle? The only way really to get, <laughs> to really, to, to get out of debt is to get. It really, it, it, the, God's kingdom is, will never it, it never operates as the world. The world says to hoard, to save, to keep, to put away. And I'm not saying that we're not supposed to do that. We are, but we're, but, but, but that's not, that, not the central theme. Our central theme is to be givers. I told um, the people, um, I don't know if it was on Bible study or at the church on Sunday that, as a matter of fact, I just happened to look at my give givelify. And, and I was so, I said, Lord, I thank you because each year my giving has increased. And, and, and I have to say, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, the Holy Ghost has to really build your faith and, 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 and work in your heart. But I have to say personally, my testimony as I have become a giver that I have, I have more. Now, and I think I said it in in, in last the week when we were on the line because I remember Sister Donna Sell sharing more now than I did when I was working full time. You know, I'm on a fixed income now, right? Got a little part time job on the side, but God, I mean, He has He has just I, I can't even tell you. You know, I, this things just be. I told you, I looked on my Capital One account and I have a credit of, of, of money and I'm like well I don't even know how I got the credit because as far as I knew I paid, paid everything that was due and I paid the specific amount but I see a credit you know what I'm just things just he just does things for me gives me discounts go places to buy stuff and they throw in stuff right forces of wit they just be throwing in stuff I mean like I ain't even asking here I'm gonna give you this I'm telling you saints of God 
And I'm telling you out of a sincere heart, because like I said, I will be honest with you. I ain't trying to fluff it. I'm not trying to get, you know, I'm just telling you what God has done in my life. And I think if we open up our mouths and begin to testify for real and tell, don't be, per, you know, don't try to, you know, add to it, take from it, uh, uh, sensation, uh, sensationalize it, but just be truthful. I'm telling you that I've seen God move more in these last four years that I've been retired uh, than, than before. You know, I, he's just done things. I'm telling you, I'm sitting up here, I'm looking, I'm walking up. I'm like one, one uh, uh, prophet prophesied. He said, you know what? I, the Lord said, you're going to have three vehicles. And I'm like, three vehicles? This was where I'm like, where would I be? I'm like, what? And I had to, years, a couple years later, I had to text him. I got the second vehicle. And I said, you know what? I got two vehicles paid for. Brand new, except the white one is used, but you know, it's in very good condition. Um, and I, I thought about it one day, the Lord brought it to my mind again. And he's like, you know what? You have that motorcycle out there. And I had to text him. I said, you text, you said the, the Lord, he told, I told him I had two. He said, no, the Lord showed me three. You have three vehicles. <laughs> and I had to text him like, you know what? God's blessed me with three vehicles. I have the motorcycle. I have the, the um, SUV and I, and I have the, the gray car. So, you know, God is good and, and it ain't junk. Farms, it ain't junk. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we got their cars I could drive from here to California. Amen. God Amen. has blessed, you know, and I'm not saying that just material things in health in peace. But right now I'm just mm -hmm. saying he has blessed me. I told people I kept telling the, the, the queen that I would be debt free. And people were looking at me way back about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I'm going to be debt free. I was so full of debt. debt. Sister Donna sell debt was my name. I'm going to tell you, that I was in debt. <laughs> well, you know, I was in, the, in debt, in <laughs> debt. Glory to God, garnishing, all kind of stuff. I'm being transparent because I'm telling you, if you try God for real, I'm telling you, he will not fail. And we're afraid. It's fear. But I'm telling you, I was telling people, people I didn't even know. I didn't even care if I knew you or not. I'm going to be dead free. I'll be at, out at a function. Yeah, the Lord, I'm going to be dead free. The Lord told me I'm going to be dead free. Glory to God. Glory to God. I had to convince myself I'm going to be dead free. And somewhere amen. along the way, amen, God did it. He did it. And the only debt now I have is this house. And to be totally, completely, I believe in God to be debt free. I'm believing this house to be paid off. I said, Lord, you're going to pay me. This house going to get paid off. I'm going to be totally debt free. I don't want to own anybody in anything. And if I do get in debt, I want to, if I do have to use a credit card or credit, I want to be able to pay it off immediately. Amen. God will do it, saints of God. But when you hold on, I've been there. I told the saints, I've been there. I was afraid to tie. I'm like, my rent is due. Baby need a pair of shoes. Light bill due. <laughs> How you going to pay the rent? All your money. Come on, y'all hear what I'm saying. I see y'all on YouTube. I see Prophet Shabiko mm -hmm. like, yes, Lord. I don't know. She said, amen. Amen. How you going to pay the rent? All your money spent. Baby need a pair of shoes. <laughs> no, the light bills do. Let me tell you, walked it, did it, afraid to step out. Amen. But here it is. Here it is. You have to cooperate with the principles of God. If I'm holding mm. on and not, if I am not implementing the principle, right? How can God supernaturally do it for me? 
If I'm holding, if I'm not doing it, he hasn't, he hasn't the ability, right? To, to, to be released into that situation because you're not doing any, you're not doing the principle. We want God to do it, but you listen, you have to do your part. We have to do our part and our part is to implement, um, the principles of God. And I know when it comes to mind, I'm just going to go there tonight. I, I told them on Sunday, I said, listen, I, I ain't got nothing to lose. You know, people leave, they'll leave. They're going to leave if they're going to leave. But whether I say something that offend them, they're going to leave, they're going to leave. They're going to get mad, they're going to get mad. But what I'm going to do is tell you the truth. Amen. And you can, you can mm-hmm. speak to God and you can have a conversation with him. But I'm going to tell you what thus saith the Lord. And I'm telling you, given it shall be given unto you. I let me, and I'm not trying to, I'm not boasting. I'm not doing any of that. Those that know my heart, know who I know how I am. I'm not doing, I'm trying to help people to really build up your faith. I remember God just brought it to my remembrance. I remember when I was married, there have been times that my husband and I, we have sewn cars into people. We ain't giving them, with the, that, you ain't got to pay nothing. Just here, here's the car. Amen. Sewn cars into people. Take the car. I don't want no money for it. And now I've seen that God has blessed me with, with vehicles, right? That there are no payments on. They was able to walk into the dealership and pay for the car. And the guy said, I don't know who you know. I said, I know who I know. I know Jesus. <laughs> All kinds of perks and everything. So I'm telling you, God is my, I don't, thank you, Holy Ghost. God is faithful saints of God. And if you will just step out of your comfort zone, if you will just step out in faith, I don't understand how it's going to work. I don't understand how you're going to do it. But if you would trust God, trust him. Amen. We trust him with salvation. You trust him that when you die, you're going to heaven, right? But I can tell you, those are on this line that are saved right now, that are saved. Amen. Has given their life to Christ. I could I can ask you now, do you believe you go? Yes, the Bible says that if I believe in my heart, confess with my mouth, and, and that Jesus Christ died for my sins, and he's Lord in my life. If I do that confession of uh, about salvation, right? I believe that I'm going to have you believe that, but you ain't never seen heaven. You just heard about it. Unless you have an experience, a supernatural experience, you've never seen heaven. You never seen Jesus. You never seen God. But somewhere you heard the word and and you became convicted in your heart. Amen. And you received that word. Listen, hallelujah. I hear your Holy Ghost. You received that word in your heart and you begin to confess that. Remember when you first got saved? When you first got saved, you telling everybody about Jesus. You trying to get everybody saved. You telling everybody, let me tell you about a man named Jesus, how he has he's changed my life, how, how he's filled my, my heart with joy and peace and love. You trying to get everybody saved because now mm-hmm. God has saved you, has done something in your life, but you've never seen God. You you've never you've never seen him face to face. You never stepped into heaven. Hallelujah. You never see, you never seen, seen the Holy Ghost. You never seen him face to face. You might have felt his presence. You just going by what? Faith. Mm-hmm. And so God is saying, I hear you, Holy Ghost. If you would just take my principles, my word, not you not even listen to, to the world. 
salvation is crazy. To to an unbeliever, for us to believe in a, in a God you don't you ain't never seen, you know you ain't, you don't even talk to that God. You you just going by some writings by some disciples, mere men that 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 that, that, that the scripture says that they were divinely inspired by the Holy Ghost. What's the Holy Ghost? You believe that that and Paul Paul is just a man that he's writing all this. This is what the world says. Amen. But we have enough faith to believe in the scriptures when it pertains to salvation. Well, why is it not that we cannot just take hold of God's word that says that I've given you the believer power and authority? And uh, and, 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 and if you would just step out in faith. Amen. You give God something to work with when you take his principles and you begin to operate, you begin to do them, you begin to speak them, you believe them by faith, you confess them by faith. Why? Because mm -hmm. when you think about it, it's just as ludicrous as salvation. Mm -hmm. Believing that I can speak to those adversities in my life, those mountains in my life, that sickness in my life. I'm telling you, I'm speaking to cholesterol in my life. Cholesterol, you better back up and get back in the normal number. That's what you need to do. And guess what? Blood pressure, you need to do the same thing. Now, mm -hmm. I have to cooperate. Here's the key. I have to do some right. things in the natural. Because mm -hmm. I got to give God something to work with. Because he just not going, he gonna, you know, he can divinely, if he wants to divinely, just touch me and heal me. Amen. But I need to be practicing some good eating habits. I need to be practicing um, uh, some good uh, 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 sound uh, exercises and things that are going to help God and give God something to work with, with the principle. Just like the, just like we just said with the, the power to get wealth. Amen. Well, you have to, you, you know, you need to give. That's part of it. That's part of the prosperity, right? You got to give. Amen. And so since God doesn't have money directly, this is how God will work too. He'll send it through people. He can, he can impress people. He can put an impression upon someone to sow. Like the other day, I told you I'm going for a retreat. God put an impression on someone's heart and they sent in an offering, a contribution for pastor's retreat. He impressed on someone's heart. And there's the blessing. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. And when the blessing comes, don't deny Amen. it. That's the other thing. Don't mm -hmm. deny. Oh, no. Yes. God is blessing you. Stop the modesty. Kill the modesty and say thank you. And then thank God for touching that sister or that brother's heart to do whatever they want to do because God placed it on their heart to do it. Amen. Kill that, that mm -hmm. modesty. Oh, no, 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 I don't want it. Stop. And you wonder why you're defeated because you're not receiving what God wants to do. I don't know why people do that, Prophet Flo, because I'm talking to you right now. Yes, Lord, I hear you. Okay. I see you on, on um, YouTube. Amen. I see you, Sister Michelle. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I see you, Sister Donisha. Hands up. Amen. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. The works of your hands. Many people are ignorant of this truth. So they pray, God, if you're God, you could do anything. Put money in my wallet. <laughs> All right. 
Let me stay focused. Then they open up their wallets, right? You open up your wallet, and when there's no money in, in, in the wallet, right, you'll say, well, God isn't faithful because God didn't do what you want him to do when he told you to do it in the first place, right? Tell you to speak. You to declare, declare. You to do the principles, right? But then we'll say God isn't faithful. The word doesn't work. It's just not true. Then we start blaming God because we're ignorant, right? God isn't going to create money and put it in our wallet. That's against the law. God gave us power to get wealth. So you must learn to use your authority to release that power, right? In order to see God's provision for you manifest, you must cooperate with the spiritual laws governing prosperity, so you just can't speak, oh, Lord, send, you know, send healing. What are the laws? What are the spiritual laws that pertain to healing? What are the spiritual laws that pertain to prosperity in, in terms of, of, of finances? Given it shall be given. Amen. And so when we're not operating in those, um, spirit, uh, in those uh, principles and protocols of God, and it doesn't come to pass. And the first thing we, we want to do is blame who? God. God is perfection. I, I'm standing up for my Savior. He is perfection. He is truth. He is integral. It is never God. It will never be God that he has failed. God never fails, saints of God. He never fails. He never fails. I'm going to say he never and so if there's a break, it's something that we have not, we're looking for God to do something that he's told us to do, or it's just his, his will. Amen. And this is what he desires in our life. And we're praying against the will of God and what he desires. But it is never God that has dropped the ball. He is perfection. He is truth personified. Amen. He cannot lie. The scripture says he cannot lie. So how is it that we put the onus on God? No, it's, it's never God. It will never be God. It will never be him. Praise be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I may not understand. I may be ignorant to that part of scripture or truth, and I don't understand it, but God never fails. He will never fail. It says in everything, we are to give thanks in everything, right? Because this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. And it's not what, what we go through, but when we're in it, even when we're in it, when it doesn't work out, when it doesn't make sense, when I'm hurt, when I'm sorry, when I'm in grieving, I'm still going to give God the glory. I'm still going to bless God. Amen. And I'm not going to accuse mm -hmm. God because God is perfection. And you know what? They never accuse the devil. But he's operating, and that's the one we need to be in. He's the accuser. Amen? Probably slow you with me. Amen. All right, just want to know. Amen. All right, glory to God. All right, so God is going to create money. But God has promised to bless all the works of your what? Your hands. All right, Deuteronomy 28 and 8 and 12. Deuteronomy 28, 8 and 12. It says, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee and all that thou settest thy hand unto. The Lord shall bless all the work of thy hands, right? He's going to bless the work of your hands. All right, so if, 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 if you aren't, if, if you aren't, 
setting your hands to do something, can God bless it? If he says he's going to bless the work of your hands and you're not doing anything with your hands, can he bless it? Uh -uh. No. Same thing with the principles. If you're not working the principles of God, how can he bless it? How can he move? How can he supernaturally do anything when you're not fulfilling your part? God doesn't have anything to bless if you're not setting your hands to do something. You just can't sit home and do nothing and expect the Lord to prosper you. Makes no sense. It doesn't work that way. You aren't going to see God begin to prosper you if you aren't working, right? In fact, the word says in 2 Thessalonians 3 and 10, it says, this we command you, Flo, that if any would not work, neither should he what? Eat. God is into work. He's into doing something productive. That's why, you know, we talk about welfare. And you know what? Sometimes people need a little help. It's all right to need a little help. But when you've been, in, been on welfare for three and four or five generations, can God bless that? According to the scripture, that principle. If I become a just, you know, you have to work. How can God bless? God can't even get in there to bless you, right? Because you just, you just sitting home waiting for the government to take care of you, right? And opposed to you getting a job, where God can move you up the ranks. Amen. God can give you raises. See what I'm saying? So we have to think about things. Welfare is supposed to be the temporary thing to help you. If you have hard times and you need, you know, some little help and get you back on your feet and get you back. So is unemployment. Let me just put that in there. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So is unemployment. Here's a scenario about this gentleman. This gentleman, he was a C CEO of Prophetess Flow and, and, um, mm -hmm. Sister Donna Cell. And what happened was uh, somehow the job folded. And when the job folded, he was on unemployment, right? So, of course, unemployment runs out. And so, mm -hmm. because the unemployment began to run out, um, now, he, you know, his, his, his bills are, 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 are accumulating. And what happened was his, his mortgage. Um, he was late and, and, and then eventually couldn't pay the mortgage. And so now he's going into um, foreclosure. And so he goes to his pastor friend and he's telling the pastor friend about what's going on. Right. He says, well, I'm about to lose the house, you know, unemployment stop. He said, I've been out and I've been looking for a job. I've been, you know, trying to find a job, but, you know, nobody's, you know, hiring. Well, the problem was, is that he was overqualified because he was a what? A CEO. So he's looking for a job in the field close to what he had because he's a C CEO. And so the friend says, he comes to the pastor friend, he says, well, what should I do? So the pastor friend said, you need to go get a job. And he says, well, I've been trying to get a job. He said, no, I mean, you need to get a job until. He says, there's nothing wrong with you believing for another job as a CEO, right? Or something close to that. But until your better paying job comes in, you got to get a job. So if that means going to Burger King, flipping some hamburgers. See, we got pride. Flipping a hamburger, mm -hmm. pumping gas. <laughs> because the reality is being on unemployment, God can't work through that. But God can work for you at a, at a Burger King because maybe, you know what, some somebody might see your job and want to offer you a, um, a, a, um, to be 
to open up your own McDonald's. You know, you don't, you have to be doing something that God, that cooperates with God's principles so that God can supernaturally step in and bless and move. Mm -hmm. So the guy got offended. He said, I couldn't do something like that because I, besides I need more money than that because the house is about to be repossessed. And he was about $4,000 to $5,000 behind because he hadn't worked in over a year. And so the pastor told him, well, if you would have been stocking shelves or flipping, flipping burgers for the past uh, year, you would have had enough money to keep your house from being repossessed while you were still looking for the job you're believing for. So you can still flip the jobs, flip the hamburgers, pump the gas, but still keep looking for what? The job that you believe in God for. See what I'm saying? We want to just sit and do nothing and wait for God to drop the job. No. You got to be actively doing something. Amen? Make sense? Mm -hmm. Because God gave mm -hmm. us power and authority to get wealth. But you got to be actively mm -hmm. doing something. You can't just see. We just be wanting to pray. We just sit and pray. Oh, God, I need a job. Okay, okay, you need a job. Get on out there and look for a job. Look for a job. And if I have to take this job, there's something like, just to, you know, I would normally not look for. Well, I'll take that job until you bless me with the job that, that, that I desire in my heart. Amen. So we have to be actively participating and working the principles of God. Listen, I'm almost finished. I need about three minutes. Many people, Florence, are waiting on their ship to come in. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the problem is they've never sent one out. They're waiting on a crop to grow, but they haven't sown any seed. In other mm -hmm. words, they're believing God for a great supply, but they haven't cooperated with his spiritual laws concerning whatever it is. You know what? Prosper prosperity is healing. Prosperity is deliverance. Prosperity is peace. Prosperity is not just money. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting for the big ship to come in. But what are you doing? What are you sowing? What are you, you're waiting for the crop to grow, but you haven't sown any seeds. You believe in God for this great harvest supply, but you haven't cooperated with the spiritual laws concerning the prosperity. The word says in Luke 6 and 38, the word says in Luke 6 and 38, and I'm going to say it again, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you. Are you using a little thimble? Throwing God mm. five bucks, a dollar here, five dollars here. Thinking that you're mm. really being generous when the truth is that the tithe off your paycheck would really be 200, 300 or 400 dollars. I've heard this a lot and I, and I see it a lot of times. Are you tipping God? And then you're wondering how come your finances aren't coming in. You're praying and believing for, for prosperity, but the Lord said he will give back to you with the same measure that you used. He will give back to you. This is the word of God. I ain't making it up. I ain't trying to, you know, fleece. I'm not. Mm -mm, this is the word of God. The same measure 
right? That you you give is the same measure that's going to come back to you. So you're believing for this financial, you're believing for this healing, you're believing for this peace, but what are you sowing? Are you sowing like a thimble or a bucket? You go to God and you talk to the to the Holy Ghost and talk to the Father concerning that in your life. The Lord said that he would give back to you the same measure that you use. So if you're using a thimble, then he's going to use a thimble to give back to you. And if you if you need a bucket full of finances, it's going to take a long time for God to measure that back to you with the same measure that you're giving out if you're using a thimble. These are the principles of God. This is the word of God. These are the things that we have to step out on, the things that we have to operate in to get the results that the scripture says. And so this is how the kingdom works. God doesn't give us money. He gives us the power to get money. Then there are things that we must do to release that power. Right, Florence? I'm just going to get you to agree with me. You there? And one of them is to set your hand to do something. Whether like this gentleman, stocking shells or flicking, flipping burgers is better than getting on welfare. But this gentleman says that he was actually making money off of, uh, you know, the welfare or the unemployment. He was making more money there than he could uh, working some of the jobs. But here's the difference, saints of God. The difference is God can't bless welfare, can't bless the unemployment, but he can bless stocking shells and flicking, flipping burgers. He could promote that individual to manager to a manager position mm -hmm. while there he could meet someone who give him a promotion or even offer him a, a, another job. He has to do something that God can work with, cooperate with the principles of God so that God can intervene, that God can do his part. But when you're doing nothing, you're hindering the power of God from flowing in your life, in our lives. And we don't want to hinder the power of God from flowing in any of our lives. So here's my end. I'm going to say it again. I said it early. It's not God who fails to answer, saints of God, our prayers. It's us who fail to take our authority and use it properly. I'll say that again. And I'm ending. I'm going to turn over to Providence Flow to pray us out. It's not God who fails to answer our prayers, saints of God. It's us who fail to take our authority and use it properly. Principles, protocol, implement them, put them into practice in our lives. It releases the power of God to do his part, to provide the blessings and the victory. Amen. 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 I think I'm, I know I'm finished. The Holy Ghost says I'm done. I'm done. I pray that you were blessed by the word of God on tonight. But most of all, I pray that you will implement the teaching, that you would implement what the word of God says and start to see, um, uh, see the blessings um, and the promises of God become evident in all of our lives not just you and all of myself as well amen and stop you know doing things that god has told us to do he's given you power and authority 
It's his power, but he's given us the ability to, to operate and to control that power that he's given us. He says, you do it. You do it. You do it, Sister Donna Cell. You do it, Sister Ruby. You do it, Sister uh, Prophetess Flo. You do it, uh, Sister Michelle. You do it, YouTube family. Mm -hmm. You do it, uh, Zoom family. Mm -hmm. You do it on tonight, Facebook family. And watch God. Because God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. What he's promised us in his word, from Genesis to Revelation, God will fulfill it. Because that's the God mm -hmm. we serve. He's a God of truth. God bless you. And thank you for um, um, tuning in on today and, and um, listening in. I pray that you were blessed. And um, most of all, like I said, I pray that you would utilize and implement of the principles of God in your life. Amen. And we thank you for the the praise reports. I believe praise reports are going to come for those that will um, walk in faith and, and, and do what God says, Sister Flo. I believe we're going to see mm -hmm. um, strongholds mm -hmm. destroyed and people's faith being elevated. Amen. God bless you. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ. All right, Prophetess uh, Flo, can you close us out? Please in prayer. Or if you have something to say, you can certainly say mm -hmm. it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Close out in prayer. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God, for this Bible study, Lord God. We thank you for the word that is going forth on tonight. Lord God, we thank you in advance, Lord God, for um, us putting the principles um, in order, Lord God. Hallelujah. Because we know that you are God in orderly God. So we thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, for activating the principles, Lord God, so that we may um, experience the manifestation Yes. Hallelujah. In our lives, oh God, we thank you, Lord, for the testimonies that will um, begin and continue to, to go forth, Lord God, in our lives, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, God, because we know that your word is yea and amen. Lord, there is nothing in between. It's just yea and amen. So, Lord, we thank you for the ability, Lord God, to experience your word in a real way in every area of our lives, Lord God. And Father, we love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. Thank you for everyone on
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.